This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we begin another week of broadcasting. And you know, Junie, just looking at the events in the world, one crisis after another, it just speaks to me and I think to you as well that we just need to be so close to Jesus. Our strength comes not through our own abilities, but our strength comes more and more as we submit and align ourselves with the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. And you know, Shelley, when we know him and we know his love and watch care and faithfulness, it's not a fearful thing, yes. but something that we long to feel his presence, to know his, um, his care, his watch care. And we all have uh, the capacity to cry out to the Lord. And for those listeners who have never asked Jesus into your heart or given him your life, I encourage you to pray to the Holy One of Israel, Jesus, the Christ, Yeshua, the Son of God, and our Creator, that you would give him your heart and give him your life and ask for his guidance. And you will never be the same. His peace, his shalom, will fill your soul. Amen. So we cannot just have have a casual relationship with the Lord. It must be intimate. You know, Junie, when we look back in the uh, Hebrew Scriptures, the Old Testament, most of the people of Israel were at a distance from God, except, of course, for the prophets and the heroes of the faith. You know, we could say Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Moses, Joshua, David, Gideon. But for the most part, so many were at a distance. It makes me think of what we read about in the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 18. It says, and all the people perceived the thunder and the lightning flashes of the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood at a distance. So the people were at a distance as God was coming down on Mount Sinai to speak to Moses. And we see in that same chapter, Exodus 20, verse 21. So the people stood at a distance while Moses approached the thick cloud where God was. Junie, that speaks of the condition perhaps of so many people today when God wants to draw near to us. And I think part of that, Shelley, is because Moses knew the Lord. Moses knew his voice. 
the Lord appeared to Moses. And in a very real way, that's his desire for every soul, especially since the resurrection of Jesus. That's why he died. That's why he was resurrected, that we would have a personal relationship with him. And he promised Shelley that he would send the spirit of truth, the Holy Comforter. So we can turn to him. And I, I, I don't know, what what are you naming this week's uh, teachings? Oh, I don't know. Maybe we could say people at a distance, people with the Lord, or where we're going with this is, are we in the Lord? You cannot get more intimate than being in him. It's so far better than being at a distance, and it's so far better than just being with him. And we'll see throughout the scriptures that God is calling us to be in him as he is in us. And you know, Shelley, when we're in trouble or when we're in a dark place or even in sin, we can turn to the Lord for deliverance. We can cry out to him for his presence to come to us. And where we learn about him is in his word. So uh, for new listeners who have not been listening to For Zion's Sake, we want to encourage you that Shelley and I are Jewish believers and we're people of the word. From the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation, it reveals to us God and who he is and his ways and what he looks at as sin And when he uh, shows us his ways and that our ways are not his ways, it causes us to want to know more of his ways. So we experience his deliverance, his kindness, and his watch care. It's interesting, Junie, when you said God and Moses knew each other, because in Exodus chapter 3, when God appeared to Moses and he was going to send him to Pharaoh, He said to Moses, certainly I will be with you. So being with God is a tremendous step forward, you might say, than being at a distance. And God being with us is tremendous. And this we see also in the book of Joshua. In speaking to Joshua, the Lord said, be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So God, Junie, throughout the Old Covenant was with his people. They might not have understood it. And we know that Jesus said, I am with you always, even till the end of the age. But somehow, while it's technically true, we don't experience that closeness with Jesus as he desires. And when we turn to the prophet Isaiah, we read this messianic prophecy. We find this in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, a very important scripture, not just for the people of Israel, but for all people who call upon the name of the Lord. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which means, of course, God with us. So here, God is specifically saying, that he's going to bring forth his son and his name will mean Emmanuel, God with us. What a declaration. We need to understand the significance and the power of calling him Emmanuel because what was Jesus? He is God with us. And you know, Shelley, as Jews, we didn't know many of the theologies or the doctrines of churches because in the evangelical churches, people are taught that since the time of the apostles, 
there's a different relationship that we have with the Lord and we can only see him, be with him or understand him in his word, by his word and through his word. And that's really true in a sense that we come to know and understand who God is in the word of God. We come to know his ways through the word of God and reading the word of God. But I think the deep understanding that Jesus is the word of God, the word made flesh, Emmanuel, God with us, that Jesus really desires for us to be in him and allow him to live his life in and through us. And um, when we yield our will to him and we ask him to guide us, he really does. And many people don't experience that, Shelley. Many people go to church or to Bible studies and and pray. But the reality of God being with us, really knowing him in a personal relationship, um, it's just like... We trust our mother and father if they take care of us and and they watch over us, they feed us, they clothe us, they love us, um, they, they guide us, they direct us when we're very, very young. And Jesus um, desires to be that to us and um, we don't experience it, not because he isn't the Lord or he isn't a friend or a father, but we don't really open our hearts to experience and to know him in that way. Really? You know, Junie, you quoted the scripture, but it's worth reading what it says in the first verse of the Gospel of John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God incarnated himself to become reality to all of us because God was and is Emmanuel. It is God with us. And we see as we turn to the new covenant, Juni, the presence of the Lord is always with us. As I said before, Jesus himself said, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And then, isn't it interesting? If we, if we know that Jesus with us, is with us, something's going to be reflected in our whole manner of life and our demeanor and our countenance that will allow people to know that God is with us and we are with him. In Mark 3, chapter, verse 14, Mark three fourteen, it says, And he, Jesus, appointed the twelve that they might be with him. And isn't it incredible when we go to the book of Acts? I'm just thinking of it off the top of my head. Remember when the Jewish scribes and Pharisees saw the disciples, they were unlearned men. They didn't have degrees. They weren't rabbinic. And yet what, when they spoke with such knowledge, what did these people say? They must have been with Jesus. So Jesus with us and we with him is going to have a dramatic effect on those people we come into contact with. And you know, Shelley, Jesus was the son of man. So the disciples walked with him and talked with him when he walked the earth. But what's amazing And what I really believe the Lord wants to impart to each one of us is that because of Jesus being our offering for sin in his death, burial, and resurrection, there was something released in the heavens to be released to all men in the earth, young, 
and old, everyone has that option of calling on the name of the Lord and they will be saved. And you know, Shelley, in the old covenant, before Jesus came as Emmanuel, God with us, there were certain men and women that God chose and elected, such as Moses or Deborah or Aaron or the prophets, uh, King David, so many other servants, and he chose and imparted to them the knowledge of him. But since the resurrection of Jesus, he has sent the spirit of truth, the holy comforter, that can abide in man if we open up our heart and life to him. And I don't know if we really understand the power Jesus. of his resurrected life until we personally know and experience the Lord. Father, we want to pray for those who feel, even though they call upon the name of the Lord, but they're at a distance, that they would be drawn nigh to you. Your word says, draw nigh unto me and I will draw nigh unto you. Lord. So Lord, we pray for every one of our believers who feels at a distance from the Lord. And for those who know that God is with them, I pray that this would be reflected in their own countenance, my God, that they were with Jesus. And for those who do not know you, Lord, I pray that even now they would call out yes, and they would say, God, if you're real, I want to know you. Jesus, you. if you're reveal the Messiah, yourself. the yes. Son of God, reveal yourself to me. And I pray you would answer their prayer in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShelleyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.